FMX Network Production. It's the Renthal Reaction Show for breaking moto news, hot topics, and moto by the minute. Welcome, everybody, to another edition of the Renthal Reaction Podcast. Thanks for listening. Appreciate it. Thanks to the folks at Renthal for making it happen. Uh, we're going to talk about Ken Roxon, World Supercross Schedule, and 250 Supercross New Rule for pointing out all on this Renthal Reaction Podcast. Renthal.com. They got a real cool dealer locator chart on their website. They got a bar chart on their website. Uh, whether it's Red Bull KTM or Monster Kawasaki or Factory Honda, Renthal has been there forever with these teams, so you know this stuff is good. If you've raced and ridden for any length of time, you've used a Renthal product and probably enjoyed it. Grips, bars, sprockets, chains, Renthal.com, the trusted brand in the paddock today, and more championships than all the other brands combined, which you probably knew that already because it's Renthal, and it's that good. To talk about all this stuff that we just uh, mentioned off the top here, uh, from Renthal, it's Paul Parabinos. What's up, Paul? How are you? What's up, Steve? I'm fantastic. I'm doing good. Um, yeah, Anaheim coming up. Uh, how's how's the Renthal like? Obviously, all your sponsorships are locked in, all the product. But how is it getting product to the teams at this point? How how are we looking? Are we fire drill or not fire drill? No, no, no. We're pretty. I, I try to be very organized over here, and then honestly, I've um, the the short little off season has just flown by so fast. That's like usually quite busy for us, right? Like end of October, I'm sorry, September, November, December, but, um, but we're in a good spot. I have all, all our race team contracts are done. Um, everybody's got good stock on product Mm -hmm. or if not, it's in transit to them. So our goal is to make sure that everyone has a, a really, um, everyone has race bikes, done practice bikes done test bikes truck filled Mm -hmm. and shops filled before christmas um so they're ready to go good idea Um, on that yeah i'm I'm excited it's gonna be anaheim before we know it yeah don't don't get me started on that um one of the things that uh uh, you're doing a special edition at one race right we we won't give it away but there is a special thing coming we saw the purple uh last year huge success and we got something else coming yeah, I'm cooking up something, so no okay. details to be shared yet, but yeah, we yeah. are going to be doing something um, unique again next year, so yeah. keep your eyes peeled. Yeah, Renthal.com for more information on that. All right, uh, some news to touch on this Renthal Reaction podcast, like I said off the top. First up, uh, Ken Roxon to HEP Suzuki. I've weighed in on this, uh, Paul, on my pulp show and different stuff. I've kind of had a real good sources, let's say, on this for a while, so I kind of knew it was coming. Um what do you think? What's your take on this? This is this is big. Kenny's going back to Suzuki, uh, a brand that he'd certainly won on and made and started on. And uh, HEP, huge step up for them. Um, can we say they're a Renthal team, or do I need to take this out of the podcast? No, we can announce okay, that. Okay, yeah, um, let's I'm, do it. <laughs> I, I'm ple- I'm I'm very proud and pleased and stoked to uh, to yeah to announce that we have. Um, the uh, I think they're going to start rebranding this team. It's not going to be called HEP anymore. I believe it's going to be called um, D. What is it? What is it? Uh, I'm sorry. P. PMG Pipes Motorsports. Yeah, Group. I believe yeah. that's kind of what they're going to be called going forward. I don't think the HEP name is going to stick around. But okay. but yeah, we have um, we have Ken Roxon and we have both two Vidi guys that are going to be using Renthal, and I'm excited for it. Yeah, yeah. obviously, um, this is what happens you when know, you sign Roxon people. If you have a team and you sign Ken Roxon, you get Renthal what happens yeah yeah honestly and that was um a lot of that was from kenny and his agent making it happen and pushing to make it happen because you know i'm we're friendly competitors with mika metals they've been supporting that team for a long time and and i called the owner of mika metals you know this was weeks ago when this was happening i said hey like you know i'm getting a lot of uh 
a lot of pressure to try and do something here. I don't want to compete with you or steal your team, but um, Kenny is very adamant about um, racing with our stuff. And, and, and yeah, he's, he's comfortable. And obviously handlebars yeah. and grips are really, really important to Kenny because he's been through a lot of hand and arm injuries and, and we have something that works really well for him. So um, I'm excited that he's going to be um, back on rental and comfortable through this last month of prep. And um, I'm excited to see what happens. Yeah, absolutely. So we're breaking some news there, but um Big deal for the HEP guys, or, or Pipes Motorsports Group. Big deal for the sport in general. Uh, Parabinos, what's your take on on this move and, and how he can do? Well, I mean, I think I think there's going to be a lot of motivation. Um, I, I the one thing I think that people are are not paying attention to is, and I think it'll make a difference. Is I think the Brooks and um, Kenny relationship is going to be something kind of cool. I think Brooks has got to be crazy, crazy excited to have a rider of Kenny's caliber. And, and he's done it at the highest level before. You've worked for him before, Steve. You know him well. I mean, this is the guy that that is like, you know, kicking in uh, lips on the ends of tabletops for McGrath to hit that only he knows we're at on track walk, right? Like this guy will uncover every every leaf he can to try to get his, his guy to the top. And I think him and Kenny are going to vibe off each other quite a bit in that respect. Um, I also think there's something to be said for an old motor, an old motorcycle. Yes. I know you got to kick to start the thing. And I know it's not, um, doesn't have a lot of the bells and whistles and updates that a lot of these other OEs have, but there's a lot of development time in that bike. And he's Kenny says, Kenny has had maybe some of his best rides ever um, on a Suzuki. Like I'll say his, he was probably his best that year on a Honda when he was wearing shift before he hurt his arm. Um, but you know, I can remember designations at Thunder Valley, uh, Millville that one year when he was on uh, RCH comes to mind. Like he's had some really good rides on a Suzuki. So, but at the same time, he didn't have very many options. Right. So, um, and this will also be a very big step up for the, uh, for the pipes motorsports groups, guys. Um, this is a very, very high end guy and, and, and things change and, and, um, responsibilities and, and and yeah, the le- the level of the level that you need to rise to is different for a guy like Kenny. So, um, but as far as it's going to go on the track and results wise, I, I don't know, man. I um, I guess think he's going to be in contention to win races. Um, I, I really do. Uh, but after that, I just don't know. I think we're going to have to wait and see. Oh, I think I think he wins some races. But you remember, you may not remember this because it was a while ago. He won the opener and then proceeded to have a pretty terrible season until he exited with you know issues again so you know his supercross last year although he did get a win uh was not uh anywhere near what he what we're used to seeing um i think he can win on this bike and i think he does win on this bike but i think as far as the questions about a title no i i I mean i probably have three guys or four guys ahead of him for a title contender right or a title a title winner let's say a title winner but i think he can win some races yeah, I'm with you. I'm with you. I mean, a title is tough, right? We've seen it's been tough in the past. He hasn't done it yet, right? So it, it, rightfully so, it's tough. And, and yeah, I, um, I think for me, the title comes from one of three people. And I don't know if I have Kenny in that mix, but uh, I do think I do think he's got, he has a lot to prove. I think we can easily underestimate what's happening because it's an old bike. But, I again, I think, um, I think you have to acknowledge that it is a bike that has a lot of development done to it and a lot of things figured out. You know, I think maybe even the KTM guys would have liked to have their old bike last year on the track instead of their new one, you know? Yeah. So um, I think there's something to be 
um, looked at there. Uh, I agree. Look, I, I'm uh, I'm right in that group of uh, making taking shots at Suzuki for the just for the Kickstarter and just kick it <laughs> and kicking it and all of that. It doesn't really play a factor in racing at all. Um, it fires right up most of the time. It, it could hurt him if he has a spill here and there, but Kenny doesn't really take spills, so I don't see the kickstart being a problem, and I think the bike can absolutely be made as good as anything out there. Uh, it's a little heavy, but they'll work on that. They'll trim it, and I don't think Kenny – there's no – in my mind, no way does Suzuki hold him back from winning. Now, he may come out and say, I don't have enough time on it. We're still testing with it. I, I'm not totally happy with it. That's different from the bike can't win. Uh, I believe the Suzuki can win. Yeah, I, I agree with you. You know, and, and, and you know, I, I've been in contact with those guys obviously because now that we're supporting them, and, and you know, they, they're also making a change to Pro Circuit. I think they've been doing some things um, with the ECU to try to get, um, you know, try to get the bike to to coast a little better. Right, not as much engine braking um, things maybe that Kenny has asked, and and I think you probably saw the video yesterday of Kenny ripping that left hander and going through the whoops just as fast as anybody I've seen go through whoops. So. Um, his speed and skill, we obviously know, is there. I think the bike, again, won't hold him back. We'll, we'll see. Yeah, I uh, again, I'm pretty close to the situation. I have some pretty good sources on this. And, you know, he went to HEP, to Fresno, uh, to go ride uh, because it was a something that they thought. But he was really going to ride Firepower Honda. He had won Paris. The, the bike worked good. That was all happening. And he was really, really impressed with the bike. And you can, again, all of us can put one eyebrow up about a Suzuki and the old technology and all of that, but Kenny grew up on these bikes, won races on these bikes, and was really impressed with the bike when he went to go ride it. And now that started swaying him. I don't think he thought it would be a serious option uh, until he went there to ride the bike. So props to the team and, and all of that for, you know, obviously impressing Kenny with the motorcycle. And the Brooks thing, yeah, yeah I worked for the guy. Uh, he is intense. He's smart. He will work 24-7 to make Kenny happy and, and make the bike better and the team better. Um, so, yeah, that's a huge thing as well, having Larry Brooks there. So, yeah, it's all, it's all positive, I think, as far as that goes. And, and I think he wins a race on Suzuki. And I did a little bit more digging this morning. And props to the HEP team or Pipes Motorsports Groups for making this happen, all of that. Um, uh, also, behind the scenes, Suzuki stepped up the we bag on them as well for what little support they dish out to these guys and what's happening to their R&D and all of that. Suzuki also stepped up and made this happen. Uh, so they, they were more active than they've been to try to close this deal up. So props to them. Yeah, and, and you're seeing X-Star as a part of it now too, I think. So I think that's we've seen them do things in the past with Suzuki Marine and X-Star and finding different revenue streams within the Suzuki portfolio to – to get some more money, this guy. So, um, you know, I was I was just in Italy for Eichmann. Suzuki was there with an entire city block size booth. So Suzuki may look dead to some in this country that are specifically off road guys, but mm-hmm. yeah, they're very much still in the mix. So um, cool to see that that um, that yeah, they they just stepped up as well. And you know, I think they're going to have two trucks now. Um, so it's definitely a big operation they got going on. Yeah, for people who want to know how that's going to work, Kenny and the Red Bull Twisted T is a conflict. So Kenny is under the progressive side, progressive insurance. It'll be the 250 guys in Roxon in one truck, progressive insurance, you know, Pipes Motorsports, Suzuki. The other truck will be Chiz, Heartraft, or whoever, you know, whenever he comes back or whoever they get. 
And that'll be a Twisted T Suzuki effort over there. So two trucks, two separate sponsors uh, to make this happen. Uh, again, like, yeah, they're kind of moving heaven and earth, the ATP guys, because Twisted was involved, you know, heavily with them. And I'm sure they're bummed they can't have Roxon. But, um, yeah, that's that's how the, the operation's going to look. Also, uh, Paul, I did some more digging, and, and it they think Kenny is going to ride USA Outdoors after Supercross, but he also has an option for World Supercross if the team uh, wants to do that or Kenny wants to do that. So that'll be interesting, too, because we've kind of heard behind the scenes that um, Kenny's been talking to the World Supercross guys. So that'll be interesting to see what he chooses at the end of AMA Supercross. Yeah, and I think I think um, I would imagine the start of his outdoor season is going to dictate that. Honestly, right? We we now have the World Supercross um, schedule out. Right, the first round is July first in 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 uh, the UK. So maybe Kenny starts the first four or five nationals and see how it goes and make the decision from there. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Uh, Renthal reaction podcast. Ken Roxon to <laughs> HEP. Looking forward to seeing uh, what he can do. And I think we're both in agreement. He can win races, but we're not ready to declare this uh the best kenny ever in a title title winning kenny roxon but it still makes it really interesting for our sport for sure so um next up rental reaction world supercross schedule dropped speaking of that uh we've been waiting on this six rounds uh starting in the uk it uh it definitely uh a little underwhelming paul um, I mean, maybe because they've they've already kind of stated in the past that they were talking eight to ten for this year. So it's I guess you would be underwhelmed in that in that respect. But but this is progress still. So I got to commend those guys. I mean, this is obviously a, a, a giant endeavor. Um, I think the first two rounds I wasn't at either one. You you were at Cardiff, so you would have a better idea than I. But it looked like they went off okay, right? Um, uh, yeah, there's racing happening around the world on July 1st, the, the weekend of their first round, but not on that continent. We'll be at Redbud in the U.S., and um, the MXGP series will be in Indonesia, I believe, on that weekend. So, so yeah, it's, it's a sprawling series, right? Um, you know, six different continents, or I'm sorry, countries at least, and uh, it's progress. So, um, But, yeah, I think the only reason I would call it underwhelming is just because they've spoken in front um, – too much, but I think they made some changes on that side. I think they kind of uh, it was that one guy, right, that was kind of speaking, uh, maybe had a turn or, or, yeah, ahead of ahead of what was happening. But uh, but yeah, kudos to those guys, you know, and especially the riders and teams that are going to be riding the series. It seems to be continuing to unfold. It's just um, I think it's just slower going than maybe we all thought or hoped. Yeah, big gaps too, right? Like so, July first, UK. July twenty second, two weeks later in uh, in France, and then August and most of September they're off. September thirtieth, yeah. they go to Southeast Asia. Then two weeks off Germany. Then um, two races in Germany, and then uh, Canada, and then Australia in late November. Um, so yeah, some big gaps in the series. But going back to Canada. Yeah, I had <laughs> heard. <crazy>. I, <laughs> I had heard this was ca- happening, but it was going to be Montreal. Uh, is it? Is it the? Is it the Vancouver we've all been to and with the moon dirt? Yeah, yeah, moon dirt. <laughs> uh, I mean, who knows what it'll be now? But well, yeah, you know, nobody showed up. That was my big thing. Like there was th- that. That's not um, a, a very big off-road uh, segment out there. Um, and nobody showed up. So, I, I mean, again, a lot of these races, like the MXGP guys, they work on subsidies from the local governments. But, geez, I can't see Canada stepping up for uh, Supercrosses. So I wonder what kind of subsidy they're getting. 
And I wonder if they just wanted to go close to the U.S. and see what would happen. Um, that is the weekend after Motocross the Nation. So theoretically, you could have uh, some wild cards showing up from the USA. Not much is going on here then. Uh, so that'll be interesting to see what they do for that. Um, yeah, not so sure if the fans will show up now. But, hey, good luck to them. And we're going back to and Vancouver. So that's cool. Yeah, I mean, we're there, and I mean, they're going there in late October. When were we there? It was December or December, late November. Yeah. yeah, December. Yeah. yeah. So I, I was thinking maybe this was going to be in conjunction with like a crank, crank. I'm sorry, Crank Works Whistler, because yep. that's a huge kind of two wheeled event that's happening up there. But that's in uh, middle middle of August. So yeah, not the same weekend. Right, so right. Um, so yeah, yeah, I'm interested to see if people show up as well. And then they're going to Melbourne for the final, which is always something that they want to do. They're they're Aussie based company, so. Uh, so yeah, six rounds. Uh, I don't know. I mean, look again. I support this series. It's cool. It's getting guys paid. I'm down with it. Uh, absolutely. Uh, but yeah, a little underwhelming on the schedule. We had Adam Bailey on the Pulp Show a few weeks ago, and I'd asked him about a USA stop, and he said no. But I had heard they were going to try that, and to me, that was eyebrow raising. Maybe they they ran into the politics of putting a USA race on the map, all the politics involved, and they said, well, Vancouver's, you know. 20 minutes from the border. You know, maybe they did yeah. that. So, um, yeah. But, oh, Canada, we're back. We are back on you the are, world scene. You are. Yeah. <laughs> so are you, are you going? Are you going? Well, I thought it was the same weekend as Destinations because one of our buddies' uh, nickname rhymes with Schman Schruman had said that. Uh, but it appears not to be, so I will be going. Absolutely. Yeah. 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 Weekend after MXON. Yeah. Yeah. No, I'll be there. Um, so, yeah, looking forward to this series. Although, like, dude, like. We're going to have two rounds in July. Cool. Right on. And then they go on eight-week break, seven-week break. Like, kind of will lose our interest, I think, a little bit. I would have liked to have seen it closer together. But, hey, uh, uh, you know, all the ins and outs of that, I don't know. Yeah, yeah, for sure for continuity of the series, at least following it. But I think that's going to be hard to do in general because it's a new series and it's global. But at least with this, this gives them the riders some injury time because I think that was something that was unexpected that really – really threw, um, yeah, c- kind of threw him for a loop. Because when they got to Australia, after being in Cardiff the weekend or two before, they had so many guys that couldn't line up because they got hurt in Cardiff. So at least with a schedule like this, it gives guys time to um, get back healthy. Yeah, yeah, probably why they want to do it. Renthal.com, please check them out. Twinwall Bar, Fat Bar 36, Fat Bar 7-8s Bar, the old 7-8s still coming out there. Cloth, cloth crossbar pads are out. So if you've got a vintage bike and you want to get back into that, uh, they finally listened to me and, and did that. So please check out uh, <laughs> Renthal.com for more information on that. Uh, grips, again, uh, I use – I'm. Uh, would you say soft half-half is by far the biggest selling grip? Like I, I'm just following the, the – in my choice of grips, I'm just following um, the, the trend here, right? Yeah, sales-wise, No. Um, but as far as like popularity in the pro paddock or amongst factory racers, by far, yeah, the half waffle soft Geo eighty six grip is what what's, I would say eighty percent of our guys use. What sales then? What do we? What do we? The the Kevlar grip. No, which we now, no, which no, we now no. call Aramid, which we now call Aramid is um is our number one selling. Why did you guys get sued by Kevlar or something? No, but um they they yeah I think they want money to use the name, so we just switched oh, it to okay. Aramid. All right. Um, no, Kevlar, no, no, I can't believe that. I guess they do last longer than a soft, so I guess I understand that for an average guy, but come on. Um, yeah, uh, uh, yeah, go ahead. Uh, Renthal.com for more. Mountain bike stuff, too. Uh, lock-on grips, uh, carbon bars, aluminum bars, oversized stems, oversized bars, 
All of that. Yep. Rentall.com. We got it all. For the mountain bike stuff. Uh, last thing on the Rental Reaction podcast with uh, Paul Parabinos here. Uh, I talked about this a little while ago on the Pulp Show. I got a heads up on this in the summer. So the 250 Supercross class, horribly broken, horribly uh, uh, off of what it started as, a horrible uh, rules, horrible move-up thing, that changing the rules, all of it. Uh, it's a joke, and I've been railing on it more and more. This is a step in the right direction for me. So the new you used to have to get 130 points three years in a row, and depending on how many races you had, that changed a little bit too, uh, or win the title after your third year, but then you could defend it. Uh, and or if you win the title in your first year, you can stay three years. It was a whole mishmash of rules. They've simplified it. Starting in 2023, if you uh, win the championship after your third year, you're out, and that's it. That's about the only way you're getting out of there. Uh, if you go, if you go back to back too, uh, you'll, you're yeah, out. I was gonna say, right. But, I was gonna say, I think you misspoke a bit there. But the points, the points for pointing out are gone. The only way you get out of this class is by winning championships. Now, am I totally happy? No, but it'll stop the dives, right? Because you're not diving if you have a chance at a championship, I don't think. And the dives are what drove me the craziest because some of the stars in the sport would just stay home. And I just – any sport where the stars stay home is screwed up. So we're getting rid of that a little bit, Paul. Uh, The only way you can get out of this class is by winning – titles yeah um i i i honestly didn't read this uh closely enough yet but um i i, I agree with you that i it, it likely will be a step in the right direction we never really know until we put these things into practice and see what happens but mm-hmm. i do like already the changes that were made years ago i think that killed a lot of these five-year uh deals of kids signing on super minis um, I think that killed that because now a lot of guys can already stay in the class longer. And now this is just a further step in that direction. So I really think, you think all that these that's what deals I th- are going to be killed. I think the amateur deals, what got those killed is the underperformance of riders. But I didn't mm-hmm. think I think it was a mix. Okay. I think it was a mixture of both because because once that that point rule changed, you know, guys like RJ Hampshire and all these guys are, and, and ended up staying in the class a lot longer than okay. they were um, on on track to do. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I think that drastically reduced the urgency to sign up uh, the young hot kid because now these older guys can stay in it longer. And then this, this is another step in the right direction because I think, you know, we're, we were pushing guys in the, in the 450 class at, at far too accelerated of a rate and there was not enough um, quality jobs to support these guys. And that was kind of your big rant, right? Like when you compare the talent of a guy getting 20th in the, in the 450 class, you know, to the two class, it was it was far too different. So now I think it's going to be more of, of a full on, yeah, true professional class that um, a lot of these guys are going to stay in a little bit longer, and 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 I'm okay with that. And yeah, it, uh, to point out now, you have to win some titles, which I I think I'm okay with that too. It's definitely a lot easier to understand for the average fan. That's yeah, and, and I'm okay. again. I don't think I think at this point, I used to say the class was half pregnant, uh, and it still kind of is, but it's a little clearer. Like. Like what? Do, what does a class want to be? Because it it's paying half a million dollars to riders, and it's you know the best of the best. But then we're kicking them out when they have certain points limits and all of that. Like so, it's no longer a feeding ground or a learning ground. It is for veterans making half a million dollars. So it's a real professional class, just like four fifties. So what are we doing? So in my in my eyes, I would I would either open it up to everyone, 
wide open, stay in there as long as you want, win as much as you want, whatever you want to do, or really restrict the old guys from racing it. You know, because, look, a 27-year-old R.J. Hampshire that's a seven-year veteran of the class uh, is lining up next to Jet Reynolds, you know, or Ryder D, and he's got him beat physically, mentally, uh, with experience. He's got such a leg up on him. Uh, it's not a fair fight, per se. Uh, now, obviously, the phenoms like Jet and that, you know, Baba and Jet and those guys rise above. But for the most part, that's what I'm talking about. So make it wide open or make it super restrictive, but do something. This is more towards making it wide open. Yeah, yeah, exactly. And, and, and again, I think we, we're only really going to know what it's going to do after we see it in practice for a while and see what, what transpires out of it and – yeah, we'll have to see how it goes. Uh, but, yeah, so there we go. Renthal reaction. Uh, World Supercross, 250 Supercross, new rule. And Ken Roxon signing with the uh, Pipes Motorsports Groups, HEP, Progressive, Suzuki team, however you want to say it. Big things in our sport for sure, Paul. Um, anything else from the Renthal reaction? You want to react to anything else? No, I just um, I can't believe it's Anaheim's going to be here so quick. It's yeah, happening. yeah, you're telling me. <laughs> uh, I'm gonna after I put this pod up. I'm going for a mountain bike ride, and I will be treasuring each of these mountain bike rides with my rental stem and bar. By the way, I will be treasuring each one as they count down to Anaheim, and I realize that my mountain biking will have to be cut back. So yeah, that's unfortunate. I, maybe I'll go for a ride too. There you go. But you you ride. You, I don't like the way you ride. I don't. I don't. Why? I don't endorse the way you ride. No. Yeah, you're different. You're out there grinding. I am trying to. Uh, better my lap time every single time and go as fast as you go you go boost (laughs) boost (laughs) down a hill yeah i i I, I never take it out of boost i leave from my house i boost the entire way and i boost back no i don't no you're too much boost i don't you're you're no you i'm a motorcycle person i like go fast (laughs) you're addicted to boost you have a boost problem so (laughs) i do i love i love boost but but you also are in shape you're also not trying to lose extra pounds like me so there is a little bit of that uh (laughs) All right. Uh, thanks, everybody. Renthal.com for more information on that great company. Uh, thanks for listening to the Renthal Reaction. Thanks, Paul. Yep. Later.